Make sure you pet all the pets. Make sure you go in the waterfall. Make sure you know all the lore. Hello and welcome to Achievement Hunting 101. I'm Fufu Kalifuf and this is level 247. Joining me tonight is Big L. Why, hello, Kenny. Maychart. Hello. And after two weeks abroad, Gooshmoose is back. <laughs> yes, I'm abroad. Two weeks back. Uh, what's all the hot goss I missed? Yeah, what's the hot goss? Hot, the hot goss, guys. The hot goss is that... Nate has been away in quotes because he's been playing. Well, you'll see what game he's been playing for two weeks straight. I'm so mad at him. Oh, you mm. know you love that game. Oh, I don't like that game that we'll talk about later. Spoilers. Oh, just can't wait to talk about it. Oh, God, I'm so mad. You don't know. I didn't spoil anything. I don't think that's spoilers as much as foreshadowing. Mm-hmm. Oh, good point. Yeah, good yeah. point. It is more foreshadowing. I just hope that people <laughs> people listening to the podcast right now just pause it for a second and write down on a just just go into the podcast discussion channel and just type in the game you think that L is implying that Kush is talking oh, about. That's a good one. And then revisit it in about, you know, fifteen, twenty minutes when we're done with the patron question and, and see if you got it right. More than fifteen, twenty minutes of all these responses. Yeah. Just just make sure to put it in spoiler some... tags so you don't ruin it for everybody else. We got some novellas, uh, you know, some the, Canterbury Tales like uh, books we have to read. Yeah, Nutella, <laughs> delicious. Let's say everyone's favorite hazelnut spread. <laughs> My right, question, question really though. is, what's everyone's say, favorite Canterbury um, Tale? What? But yeah, let's keep moving. Um, Huckleberry Peter Rabbit. <laughs> okay, so if the Canterbury right. Tales were a game, what genre? Would you expect that to be visual novel? Done. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, that, that's that seems yeah, kind of easy. That's a gimme, right? Yeah. FMV would be my second be weird if it wasn't. What if we could do just a fighting genre? That would be <laughs> all right, guys. We need to counterbury this talk, and it would uh, have is a FMV actually a genre on TA built-in Don't roster. Ask, it's not a know. it's not a genre. I didn't think so. No, we had to talk about that. Remember visual novel? Never mind. Oh no, I can't visual it. Oh. Uh. Uh, yeah, that was awful. I'm, I'm sad. 0.5. <laughs> that was awful. <laughs> Let's get into the question of the week because holy crap, did it like every single patron decide to give an answer for this one, which is a good thing. It'll be fun. Um, and actually, you know what? This was Michelle's question. She was the brainchild of this one. So why don't you read your question? Uh, yeah, sure. So as was pointed out to us in the, vip chat room pretty quickly it's not so much a question as it is a task so we tasked our patrons this week to um recommend to us one of the hidden gems from their personal xbox game collection so we asked them to pick a game or two on their tag with less than a thousand gamers tracked on true achievements and tell us why it's awesome and why we should bump up those numbers by playing them ourselves so um also if anyone didn't have a game tracked with under a thousand gamers, you know, just pick something low. That's what we're looking for. What if you played that a lot of us haven't played that you think we should give a shot? All right. So I'll go first. I'll start reading out some uh, patron responses. 
First one comes from Chesno. He says, bending the rules slightly since it has 1.2 thousand plays, but I have to recommend no straight roads. A 3D beat-em-up where you have to (laughs) fight multiple bosses. That's totally what that says. Multiple multiple bosses with a interesting music-based combat. The game is literally beat evil organization with the power of rock and roll. I haven't gotten to play Hi-Fi Rush yet, but the trailers it's got a very but from the trailers it's got a very similar concept, but came out first. Hmm. Yeah, I've have not heard of this at all, but that little uh that little thing that he wrote, like I can't think what's the word. Um that kind of hmm. makes me think of um Coffee Crisis. And that game was fun. You know, I'm... So if it's kind of along the same road... I wish we had, like, a visualization for this. It's too bad it's not live show week where we could just have, like, something with all of our names and we could put a little check mark next to whether or not we've even heard of these games. Because I'm with you, Kenny. I've never heard of No mm. Straight Roads. But this sounds intriguing from the description. It does. I assume Kush is the only one to get it. more than one check mark. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 100%. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, it was on sale, so I obviously looked at it and... Uh, <laughs> Back in 2020, so that's I think that might have been when we were doing coming real soon. Who knows? Um, so yeah, I, I saw this, but I, there's no way I would have thought this was a fighting game. So well, people action. TA adventure. has an action adventure. Yeah. Also, it's twenty five dollars, and the lowest price has been seventeen dollars. Now to Nate, that's a sale. To that's a sale. <laughs> it's a pass. <laughs> well, and I think I think for uh, expediency's sake, I would imagine a lot of these sub 1000 games part of the reason they're tracked so minimally is because they have higher price tags uh we're all very spoiled sure. with games with gold and game pass so i i get the feeling a lot of them we're gonna see oh it's 12 and it's only ever been 10 or it's 25 which is too much in the first place so that's just something we're gonna have to keep in mind as we go through that that that's likely to be a factor i'm watching a clip for this game it looks very interesting i don't know yeah, there will be no expediency, Michelle. That I'd, I'm going to be analyzing it's every definitely price. definitely something I want to spend 25 on. But hmm. that's going to be boring. Don't be boring. Looks like it's, looks like it's know, straight out of the mind of Tim Schafer, too. It's, yeah, that's hmm. the aesthetic? I would I never have that. guessed that. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. Oh, thanks, Chesna, right. for this interesting thing. Wait, so it is... So with all these responses, do we have to do a sales roundup this week? I mean, my goodness. Here's all here's your sales round roundup right now. Well, this is um, more wish list roundup than next. sales roundup. <laughs> also true. Um let's go next to a Hizo. He says, uh, Janline. It's unfortunately a non VC three sixty game. Yeah. <laughs> that also is a Japanese exclusive that requires a Japanese 360 to play. Man, I take back what I just said about recommendations. Next. However, <laughs> it's totally worth it. <laughs> it's one of the best card and board <laughs> games I've ever played. And definitely the best Mahjong, real Mahjong, not the gen- not the generic match two pe- game people call Mahjong game ever. Full disclosure, I actually haven't played it yet. And know nothing about it besides being Mahjong, but the multiplayer grind is supposedly around 70, 80 hours per person, and it requires four, so I need three more idiots who think this is a good idea. Bait and switch. Oh my gosh. (laughs) So if you too are an idiot, feel free to add the Heizo. Yeah. 
You know Kenny's going to edit that out. So <laughs> no, it's not. No worries. Passage. So <laughs> I mean, April Fool's is over, right? I don't. Ain't that the truth? <laughs> I have one friend who's played this, and that's uh, Matt DB, that guy who starts every game. And that's it. Jen. All right. This so is, uh... just need two more idiots then. <laughs> Good luck, Ahizo. I know plenty of idiots that you associate with. I resemble that. Without, without even looking at the list, this sounds like one of the most difficult games to try to complete. No, no, you should look Not at the list. Just because and, of and, skill. Uh, let us know what it says. Yeah. <laughs> I love to see you know what? After a few years on du- Duolingo, maybe I'll be able to tell you what that says. CPU. There are ranked match achievements, or at least one ranked match achievement. I can read that much. I can read rank match. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that sounds not so great. Oh, wow. Ahizo, Ahizo. What? Um, you just know he just wants to pad his hmm. hard and board list, so he's had this in his sights for years and just hasn't, <laughs> hasn't pulled the trigger. Next time we do a question like this, let's put like a little asterisk next to it, and make sure it's a good game. Two thousand eight. Oh, burn! Yeah, or screen screen the answers. <laughs> that might help. <laughs> no, that's no fun. <laughs> no. <laughs> We've got to read everything they put All on right. the teleprompter. Exactly. I'm Rob Burgundy. <laughs> <laughs> um, next is from Framehole. This is technically cheating because it has one thousand and four gamers, but Round Guard is a great Peggle roguelike. It's whimsical and low stakes with 80 achievements that pop quite frequently for just playing normally. Super fun. Round Guard is such a great choice. Yeah. It is really... I was for Matrock to jump on that. It's really good. And they keep supporting the game, which is actually what's also great about it. So when Round Guard released, it had three classes you could choose from. I believe there are five in the game now. And they've added different achievements throughout the way. And I don't believe that they had any extra costs. I think they were just title updates. So it's it's been great to play. And, and it's got a nice level of depth, but it's not overwhelming. This is an absolutely great choice. Like, thumbs up, Frame. It, it's worth going for above the cutoff for that one. That's such an interesting idea. And once again, I'm watching a clip. This is, yeah, I can see this being this being fun. If it wasn't twenty dollars, it's worth it though. I mean, if I could That's, play this on the cloud, it's it's worth twenty dollars. Like the amount that they've put into Round Guard, and every time you finish a run of Round Guard, you get a random relic, and then you can use those relics uh, that that you get permanently, and you can activate them on future runs. So some runs they will make easier, some they make more difficult, and then once you finish a run with that relic, that relic gets like uh, is highlighted, so that it's. It's actually great, and it's worth twenty bucks. That's not an outlandish price to ask for the amount of effort they put into that game. I mean, four updates with achievements. Mm-hmm. At no extra cost. Yeah. And price tracked. <laughs> you know, I was playing Peggle Two on my phone while I was putting my daughter uh, to bed, uh, and that that's a great game to play on your phone. Like, it's surprising. Like, I would love to play Round Guard too. Mm-hmm. But I didn't oh yeah, I do that that seems. Like, it would definitely be fine on the phone. See, see, Heiser, that's what you're supposed to recommend. Yeah, <laughs> or talk about. All right. Uh, next response comes from GT3 Option Fan. Says, there's probably better games from my pool, but the game I've gotten the most enjoyment out of is Party Golf. 
just a really fun, simple local multiplayer game that I've had a blast with my friends and coworkers. The concept is really simple as you're a ball that is trying to get to the hole first. So it makes for quick rounds, but a lot of laughs with friendly competition. But there are so many modifiers you can add to the game to make it crazy. It definitely has that just one more type of feel to it. Highly recommend it next time it goes on sale. This kind of sounds like that uh, golf with your friends. Mm. I don't know, though. It's it's very minimalistic. Yeah. A lightning round version of golf with your friends. Almost. Yeah. Uh, there was this run uh, like uh, a game called like Golf Zero or something. Like a two D uh, platformer. I see golf. it. I see what you mean. Uh, which who recommended this? GT three option fan. All right, you're lucky. I yeah, like you. Or I would make fun of you. Okay. All right. Uh, who plays games with their the co-workers one. anyway? That's weird. People who have cool Some people co-workers. Like their co-workers. I guess. Like locally, I guess local. Well, I mean, if you're going to play a local-only multiplayer game, they yeah, would have to be so local co-workers. So, like, no, one, <laughs> no one's working at work, apparently. Telling All right, boss. and the last response I'm going to read, a rare to rec. I don't have a great variety of hidden gems. Most of my games with low player, player count are Chemco RPGs, so to call them gems would be wrong. How dare you? The two... The two I would definitely recommend are Hard West Ultimate Edition and John Wick Hex. Didn't you just talk about John John Wick Hex uh, a couple months ago, Nate? Uh, I mean, I may have said the words. Um, I, th- I think it was <laughs> on sale, perhaps. But I, hmm, I haven't played it. it. I mean, I bought it, but I haven't played it. Uh, possibly. Hard West is a great Western-based strategy turn-based game. A lot of variety in the missions with a good set of achievements getting you to most of them in various ways or specific things in the overworld between each mission. And John Wick Hex is another turn-based game, which may seem weird for a John Wick game, but it really pulls it off super well, and it feels like each level flows nicely. The achievements are a challenge, but certainly manageable once you get used to the feel of the game. Well, you can see that he is a turn-based fan, so... Two other little games, and yeah, now that you say that, Nate, I think you were like pointing that out when it was on sale or something like that, because I remember you talking about that game. Hard West, though, I had never heard of, which will probably just be a running thing for this one. <laughs> um, but as for myself, uh, no surprise to no one, I really haven't played too many under thousand gamer games um the couple that i have played we've gotten like a review code for and i've actually streamed um one i'm going to point out i know i've talked about this once or twice when it's also been on sale uh hover ship havoc it just makes it there's 943 uh tracked gamers right now it's you know very mid it's a three-star game on ta right now and TA has it as a shooting up. I also think that it should have the roguelike tag um, put onto it. As the name implies, it's just your, it's like a hover ship game. Uh, it has a shooting up. You just go through a certain level after you kill so many enemies. You progress to the next one. And I 
depending upon how far you go or if you kill so many enemies or something like that, I, it's been a while since I have played it. Um, you get some sort of resource that obviously then you can use to create permanent power ups so that you can go farther in the next run, so on and so forth. Like it's, it's a roguelike shoot 'em up. It was, it's actually pretty fun. Um, if you like to see me play, I'm pretty sure we got the VOD on you on our YouTube page somewhere. And yeah, as it's $10 right now, well, like I said, it goes on sale, uh, every so often. And it's also not a long completion, eight to 10 hours. Uh, let's go to Michelle next. All right. We, uh, I'm going to go through, I, I pre-screened a little bit, the few that I'm going to answer. And I'm just going to say right up front, I have played none of these and I think have heard of one of them. So definitely unknowns to me. So let's start with <laughs> Red Stack. Catster, who says there are two I'd like to highlight. First up, with a whopping 158 gamers tracked, is Mousecraft, a cute little puzzler in which a cat scientist tries to guide his lab mice through mazes. It's a lot of fun. Secondly, although this is definitely your mileage may vary depending on how well you take to surrealism in your gaming, is the world wordily named an airport for aliens currently ran by dogs or dog airport game in the Xbox menu. You're one of the last two humans left in a world that, after humans disappeared, there were aliens, but now they're just dogs trying to run airports. Yeah, it's weird, but it's also a neat musing of doing the best you can with the situation you're given. Also, Nate, this is very important. Red Sack wanted to know if, if she mentioned petting the dogs, that you can, in fact, pet the dogs. Were you aware of this? Oh, uh, I was not aware of this, but I am glad to know it because I would have asked. Oh yeah, <laughs> that game I, looks so weird. I remember when that when that came out. Never feel, played it. I feel like in my head, at the time, I don't know if they came out at the same time, but like Space Warlord Organ Trading Simulator also came into my consciousness around the same time. So there was just these like <laughs> two names with very strange concepts that are not at all the same. But it. I just want to say no. that to highlight the Game Pass effect, because I have a hard time believing that we that wouldn't be one of the games possibly considered for a list like this if it wasn't for the fact that it was on Game Pass and a relatively easy completion. Uh, yes. But moving on, uh, X answers that um, his choice is Cyanide and Happiness, Freak Apocalypse, Episode 1. What? Which I, I didn't know there was a Cyanide and Happiness game available. I didn't so. know either. You know, news to me. Um, if you are familiar with the brand, you know what kind of humor to expect. Absolutely. But if you're not into silly juvenile humor, it might not be for you. It's a point and click at its core, and you'd almost certainly need a guide for the 100%. But the story is well written, and the humor is on point for the brand. You can rush through this in four or five hours, but I listened to the dialogue. It's fully or almost fully voiced and did it in just under 10 hours. I know I like the brand, so. Damn it, X. <laughs> I love cyanide and happiness. I was just playing, um, oh, what's it called? Tro- the the card game, the tro- trolley something, the other night. You had me. I was legitimately about to buy this, and then I heard point and click, and now now I feel like I need to play a point and click, and I don't like that. <laughs> I'm conflicted right now. Well, it's fully voiced with the humor of cyanide and happiness, so I think that yeah. kind of outweighs the genre. I think it does. Yeah, that's another one that's going to be price checked. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm so down. I love cyanide and happiness. All right. We have next Scaravace. Scaravace? 
I don't remember what he said, but it's going to be one of those. Vernal Edge is a pretty <laughs> great Vayner that came out a few weeks ago. I backed it on Kickstarter a while back and I was excited to give it a try. The movement is incredible and the storyline is pretty good. So nice quick summation of a, a Vayner that could be voted on as possibly a Vayner of the Month in the future. And, you know, maybe the, the newness leads to having a low player count as well. Uh, Vulgar Latin mm-hmm. says, I've talked about in a prior episode, but Fashion Police Squad is a delightful FPS that needs more than starters than 267. Uh, and yes, Devin spoke very highly about that game when he was on the show. So you definitely look for his appearance when he discussed that game in the uh, archives, so to speak. Uh, and then finally, I have here Hawkeye Barry, who says, I'm rolling with the game Die, spelled D-Y-E, for this one. You're a little purple ball that has to collect pig- pigments. <clears throat> it's very simple to play. The controls are easy and it's highly addicting. You need to run, jump, and float to collect all the pigment pigments in a level without being hit once. It's one of those live, die, repeat kind of games. You'll die a lot, but respawn a second later back at the start. The only negative on the game is that if you want to 100% it, you'll need to replay all the levels on hard, and they can get very hard very quick. It's a great deal at $4.99. You'll easily get your money's worth. Uh, and yet this interesting. is definitely interesting to me. I've been playing a lot of Electronic Superjoy lately, which is another one of these you know die and repeat type games. I tend to like them a lot, so... Uh, that sounds really intriguing. Uh, as yeah. for... Oh, go ahead, Kenny. I'm sorry. Oh, I, I was just going to say, I can see uh, a lot of people in the community and you guys possibly liking this. That sounds like a fun one to stream. Yeah, so people can watch your failure Ooh. over and over again. Um, yes, people tend to like to watch me fail and get angry. <laughs> As for myself, I'm also going to go just outside of 1,000 and pick a game that's been tracked by like 1,025 gamers. Uh, And that game is Trigger Witch, which Elle and I have spoken about on the podcast Mm. before. Uh, Yes. It's it's an East Asia soft game, but it's not like one of those super easy ones. It wears its inspirations on its sleeve. It's very much inspired by... Legend of Zelda, the overworld, or Link to the Past, the overworld map looks like that kind of thing. The gameplay is is easy, and it's pretty fun. It's two-player local co-op, but the achievements pop for both people, which is great. There are some things that it could have done a little better, like having a little more item variety and things of that nature, but it's got this really strange story, too, that has a neat hook or neat twist to it. So that one I deserves to have a little if it was an east asia soft game with a really easy list it would have way more tracked gamers which is a real shame because it's actually pretty solid yeah if you didn't call on that one i was going to as well it's a ton of fun and of course they updated all the uh easy east asia soft games but uh secretly hoping they added an extra thousand to this mm-hmm. one. what would you have but, to do five times to get that a thousand gamers right. score though <laughs> um walk five screens um done <laughs> done and uh, i i guess of course I, I i totally mean that i hope they added a new dungeon or something new new content of course i just want the thousand points handed to me unless there's like a you know windows spanish stack then then i'm ready crickets that'll be a topic for another day <laughs> all right mdp says no he says angels of death he says it was my chosen game for the gamer tech challenge and only chewy started it that month the game also has an anime attached to the story if you wanted more, and I intend to watch it. Doubt. It will be my first anime experience. I mean, 
think you're supposed to watch either like Akira or Pokemon as your first. Everyone knows that. Of course. P-Tart. Pretty. The only game I play that has less than 1,000 gamers is Connect Nat Geo TV. And in good conscience, I cannot say this is a hidden gem. Oh, come on. That sounds <laughs> awful. I learned a lot about things in that thing. Yeah, that's another one that uh, Michelle and I played locally that pops for everybody. Mm-hmm. But that was like everybody, everybody. Like, everybody. accounts logged in, all got the achievements for... a lot of people. Yeah. Good, good times. Yeah, there was one... That was one there where there was one tricky achievement with, like, an octopus, and you had, like, organized octopus. Yeah. stuff. And that, that. that one was actually legitimately pretty difficult, and... Uh, but, you know... Only one person had to do it, and that was that was really good G-Task fodder at the time, because uh, your whole team was get credit really easy. Yeah, we did that with the uh, Boots, right? At least, yeah, uh, that's right. One of the when when we he did. came, when he came to visit uh, from Canada, New York City. Mm-hmm. So he was in the house. So we weren't Absolutely. doing anything too outside of the the realm of legality and G-Task. He was there, but only one person actually he was there. Mm-hmm. Well, we all played. We had a good time. All right. Mental Knight says, the hidden gem I recommend is Angels of Death because MDP won't tell me anything about it. You see? There's that FOMO again. MDP, you're going to play it. Yeah, Mental. I'm sure he's already finished it by now. Mighty Mango has said, Ice Cream Surfer. He's a shmup, but is actually a lower skill level needed one. Not sure why uh, more people have not played it. I mean, you surf on ice cream. Who doesn't like ice cream? And I'm including those that are lactose intolerant. Oh, <laughs> I really miss your silliness. <clears throat> There's only one grindy-ish achievement. Oh, thank you for mentioning achievements, Mango. Uh, only 178 gamers. As of this message, it is on sale for a buck fifty-nine. Ooh, that's cheap. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's trying to sail away us early. Stop it, Mango. <laughs> the second one is Gigantosaurus. That's cheaper than real ice cream. No, stop. Get out of the freezer, Nate. Uh, Gigantosaurus. <laughs> uh, Dino Kart. Only 258 gamers, and it is a super easy karting completion. No real Ooh, grinding I like achievements. Karts. And even then, the game is only about three hours long. The problem with the game, the, the biggest problem, is the price is 30 bucks. Still, Oof. if you want an easy completion, that would be one. To price track. That would be one well, price track. Well, if you got the one for $1.59 yeah. and the one for 30 Let's see. <laughs> dinosaur cart racer. We need a dino ice cream cart surfing game. Combine the two. That sounds wildly convoluted. Well, it gets worse because he Wait. says it's only thirty dollars, but really it's on yep. sale for thirty dollars. <laughs> yeah. It's really forty dollars. I just saw that. That's crazy. What? It's even worse. Wow. Yeah. Okay, but it's outright games. Every single game they have is forty dollars. So, but once again, it's outright games. So it might come to Game so, Pass. Oh, that's an outright ripoff. <laughs> All right, well, since you're looking at it, how many gamers out of 258 have completed? Well, there's 259 gamers now. 
Oh. Uh, 85. Did you just start it? <laughs> I, well, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's eating ice track, cream with buy. one hand and <laughs> Gigantosaurus with his other hand. 2.44 rating on TA. Wait. All right. So how many people completed it? About a, about a quarter? 33% of 259. Oh. 33 is a third. Yeah, that's definitely a quarter. <laughs> Once again, not a math podcast. Correct. <laughs> well, thank you, Mighty Mango. Dino Man says, I would recommend either Bloodshore or Winter Sports 2011 Gold for Gold. The latter is what? a bad FMV style interactive movie, but even so, it's quite entertaining. <clears throat> I'm going to guess he means the former, but sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? I'm um, going to look that up just to be sure. <laughs> what, ladder or the game? <laughs> I mean, huh. if they had an Olympics FMV game where they're like throwing javelins at you, have like a I was trying to picture that. Yeah. You're pretty mean. <laughs> Wait, there's no See, javelins in winter sports. There's um, no javelins. Yeah, slalom. No. <laughs> <laughs> Seeing as uh, Bloodshore is part of the Ultimate FMV bundle, I'm guessing that that's the, the FMV game in question yeah. here. I prefer it well, the other way. I like, thanks for uh, clarifying. <laughs> I just want to make sure <laughs> want to make sure that we are giving the most accurate possible information at every given time. And he goes on to say, Bloodshore is the best winter sports game made. <laughs> <laughs> easily well winter sports is non-backwards compatible not available digitally anymore but it is available physically so have fun that, getting that dino man's gonna give it out to a lucky listener it's the uh where how nice from? of him finland thank you dino that was fantastic <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck says then it's my wait. turn. Oh, wait. <laughs> oh, stop. My bad. Well, first off, Elliot says, yes. Oh, <clears throat> what the fuck? No, well, thanks for asking. Says, no, I gotta say what I said. I gotta pick my answer. You gotta pick your answer. Oh, I guess. All right. I, yeah, 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 I want to know yeah. what L says. Well, it's not on the sheet, so what does the L say? We don't put it on the sheet. What does the L say? <laughs> Um. Yeah, I actually have a disturbing amount of games on my tag with uh, <laughs> under one thousand gamers. Somehow that doesn't surprise me. Well, a lot of them are like ACA games and Arc Systems games, blah blah blah. But there's a few that I pulled out of here, and they're all they're all favorites of the podcast. That means they're not. No, they are. <laughs> they definitely are. The first one is Boss One Hundred One. Which is just amazing. That's a name I haven't heard. Yeah. For so many games, they, they gave out so many copies, and yet somehow this uh, only has 535 Wait. people with this game. So that means like 1,500 people didn't even play I the game that they I won. <laughs> I feel like they gave out so many. This game. <laughs> How does that not so have much a thousand? Fun. Like, it's literally the inspiration for the name of our podcast. I mean,. I don't know if that's true, but, yeah, literally, but it is yeah. now. Yeah, I think it is true. <laughs> Boss I think the lore has changed. Um, oh, no. It's a disturbance. <laughs> yeah, so then uh, you can't get this game anymore either, right? Or can you? Maybe you can't? You can. 
I don't know. You should. It's great. I'm pretty sure Maybe. if you just shout out the words uh, out your door, I think they send you five coats. Well, I'm Donley time. <laughs> just go on oh, Twitter. Man. <laughs> You're basically well. The, the game is available. The company create went under. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Yeah. I think that's what. Yeah, it's digital. Because they it. they did a second game. Fifteen bucks. Where they didn't give away as many keys, and it's like we don't understand why our game's not successful. And all joking aside, that's it's sad because they were trying this as sort of a marketing strategy. Let's get people interested in our product, and then of course they're going to turn out. We gave them something; they're going to enjoy what we did, and it just it didn't work out that way at all. Yeah, I honestly think that like like I know you said twenty dollars is a fair price for Round Guard, but I really think in the digital marketplace, games really need to be sub ten bucks. It just feels like that. For development costs, game though, like this if, for fifteen dollars. I know, I know, they deserve it and all that, but I just there's so many cheap games out there, and if you're going to spend a lot of money, you're probably going to get, uh, you know, a AAA game. The, Not well, us. That's a whole I'm other... talking about the normies. The normies. Yeah, sure. Whole other, whole other conversation. Well, anyway, check out Boss One Hundred and One. Watch some videos. You, you, basically every stage is a boss fight, basically, and you change your weapons accordingly and try to take them out according to their weaknesses and you building robots. And there's a really crazy, funny story and it was just a wacky game and I really liked it. And, um, their other game was good too. The other game that Decent. I talked about is Aloris, which is, has a ridiculously low 146 gamers on TA. It, and, it's basically a game where you choose the left option or the right option, but it tells a story depending on what you pick. It's a choose-your-own-adventure type card game. Well, not really a card game. You just It looks like cards that you're turning over. So it's very similar to the uh, Radalika game Ord, which is very minimalist, has no graphics, is only words. And, um, you know, since that's a Radalika oh, game that has 1,300 gamers, which is still not that many, but... Definitely more people know of Ord, I'm pretty sure. And Ord is, is you know, it's cute in its own right, but Aloris, definitely check out. And this game is $10, and I think that's that's a fair price. But it's never been on sale, like and it has no hype. So I have to hype it up. And it was actually hyped up to me by EOJ, who loves this game. And he did a giveaway that I think we wound up getting a copy of. So yeah, I'm just uh, paying it forward, passing passing the buck. Alert I feel is like really this is another game that a decent amount of people in the community would like. Yeah. Because I know there's a couple people My that, son are, enjoyed it. that are into like visual novel. There's a ton of type games. Um, Easter eggs. Very funny. Very funny game. Very fun game. Alluris. A-L-L-U-R-I-S. And I always say a good name is important. That's that's just another one where you like you're scrolling through that and it tells you nothing about the game and you probably pass by it. So it's unfortunate. Uh, Nate, you're glad I asked. All right, now you can go, Nate. <laughs> yes, yes. Sorry. Uh, what the fuck tries to sneak some propaganda by? Uh, it says dynamite fishing, great little arcade fishing game where you blow up the fish and then catch them. He forgot to mention it's horrible and don't buy it. Uh, ice fire. T- yeah, wow. I have to. I'm sorry. I just can't. That I was can't dynamite let fire. I can't let him do that to the to the community. I'm sorry. What's so bad about it? Uh, I think it's a great. Have you not heard him complain about it? Like, <laughs> no, oh. I have. <laughs> uh, how much is he paying you? Ice fire. Tn says I have two. 
The first game is Iconoclast. It's a Vayner that has a fantastic story and really reminds me of some of the old school SNES RPGs from back in the day. So if that sounds interesting, I absolutely recommend giving the game a go. I'm also going to recommend Rain Swept. It's an adventure game that has a detective story with some mystery elements to it. I really enjoyed it and would definitely recommend giving it a try. Uh, I, I second the Iconoclast. Uh, it definitely feels like uh, uh, SNES or even NES. Uh, it kind of has that that feel to it but uh chewy says looking at my list of options i've got quite a few games i've rated highly that have been barely played by anyone my main recommendation though is probably witchwood which i did as the game of the month in my adventure time contest recently and it only has 279 starters it's a craft them up where you play as a witch with amnesia trying to collect the souls of some bad dudes to save a princess and get your memory back Gameplay has you mostly collecting ingredients through the world and combining those ingredients to make other ingredients, which are used for a variety of spells and potions and to complete objectives and make ingredients. It might not sound great, but the gameplay loop is actually fun and addictive, and it's helped by a lovely art style and great writing. That sounds very addictive. Yeah, I looked at that one, but uh, I have to take another look. Wakapel says... I'm not stopping at one, so here goes. At 42 <laughs> uh -oh. starters, we have Infinite Beyond the Mind, a really fun action platformer which you can play in local co-op and a pretty ambitious chiptune soundtrack. While it's pretty easy on lower difficulties, it's an incredibly tough completion and requires around five playthroughs. One of them has to be done in less than an hour for a really tight speed run. Completionists beware, if you want fun, go for it. Right. At 56 starters, there is Quest for Infamy, the closest thing to Quest for Glory we will ever see on the Xbox. Uh, at 76 starters, we have the rage-inducing Karatika-like Driven Out. Uh, look at that cover art. It's an incredibly challenging but equally satisfying to progress in. Every step forward is a victory. Uh, have you looked at the cover art yet? I'm doing it now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> at 106, <Whoa. laughs> 106 Calturin, a pretty cool bullet hell top-down boss rush. Final boss okay. is a jerk, though. I have to check that one out. Uh, stepping up to 373 starters, Organic Panic is a physics-based destruction co-op platformer. I think I really think Waka needs to be doing the TA genres. Um, the levels are very breakable <laughs> in both sense of the word. Uh, almost all of them can be destroyed and cheesed with weird abilities. At 596 starters, there is the cartoony interdimensional conspiracy platformer, <laughs> Double Cross. Just imagining that. What a name. Tag. Uh, fun characters writing and traversal. Um, wrapping up with 705 starters, Adios Amigos. The 2D simulation heavy outer space roguelite. Uh, special mention to Trigger Witch. No, no one had talked about that. At 1,023 <laughs> starters, it has gun worshiping witches, a wild story, and you can pet all the pets. There you go. Um, yeah, we're the three people believe. that like that. Yeah. I really I need Waka uh, totally just. Yeah. I need mm -hmm. Waka to record all that in his voice and for Kenny to edit that in. Like, I just, <laughs> I, I, this needs oh. to be like a Waka's Weird Wonders, like quick hits, some 1000 start special edition. Uh, yeah, but I, I'm a little upset that he broke the rules. Um, nope, nobody <laughs> should do that. Uh, and uh -oh. the one game that I'm going to mention is actually five games. Uh, Lumote, <laughs> the nice. Mastermote Chronicles, $20, uh, 66 stars. Uh, that's a crime. It's a fun little puzzler game. Uh, Gleamlight is a platformer. It's $20. It has 119 starters. 
It's very pretty. It's like stained glass. It's really cool. Area 86 is a puzzle platformer. It's $10 with only 241 starters. It's got those cool uh, things where you, you just you do something. And you're like, oh, look at that. And there's something hidden behind this box. And it's like a little picture on the wall. And it gives me an idea on how to solve this puzzle over here. Uh, very cool little game that I had never heard of. Uh, it looks way better than the cover art, by the way. Uh, Evergate is a puzzle platformer. Uh, $10 with only 392 starters. And finally, uh, A Juggler's Tale is an adventure game. It's $18 and it's got 698 starters. Um, I also noticed that just <laughs> as I was going through, uh, a lot of these have been my showcase games. <laughs> like a lot of these under 1000 <laughs> starts have been, uh, you know, been my, my showcases. So apparently I play a lot of these, uh, and I already try to talk about them. Just thought that was fun. Yeah, that doesn't sound. You're That's good not at this too thing. surprising. Hmm. I guess. I mean, we all knew that you were going to have like a thousand games of <laughs> under a thousand people that started it. Yeah. Yeah. Good question, Em. Yeah. You. Good question, Michelle. If anybody, if you ever wanted some, uh, some a bunch of games recommended, and then whatever Ohio was trying to tell you, <laughs> there's a huge <laughs> list that you can add to your to your wish list. Well, after all those games, let's get into the game showcase and recommend some more games for you. And judging by this list, these all definitely have well over 1,000 people. So everyone here has probably heard of this. Well, actually, take that back on Michelle's game, maybe. All right. So I'll start off. Um, we've talked about this a, a bunch. So I'm not going to go into like super great detail about it, especially because there's nothing too new. But New Vampire Survivors DLC is out, and shocking to no one, it's good. If you like Vampire Survivors, spend the two dollars. You'll you'll enjoy your time. You get more, uh, more maps to run through, more characters, more weapons and whatnot. So there's more to do, and it added twenty three achievements, if I remember correctly. So that's all well and good. That's awesome. Um, I. More or less wanted to point this out, not as much as, hey, go play this game as an actual recommendation, but more of a PSA, because as I was reading through um, some of the guides, I noticed that there were some glitches, and I myself have encountered a glitch, and I just kind of wanted to throw this out there, since I know so many of us are playing this game. The one that I've noticed on a bunch of, like, the... um, on the on TA is apparently there are some achievements that aren't popping right away. If you just quit out, quit out the game, load it back up. It should pop. It's just, it's just a little fix. Yeah. And the glitch that I've encountered, um, and hopefully you guys can stay away from my misery and almost control of throwing aggravation. Uh, I've had my game lock up on me at two times now. Ooh. I oh, I believe it's because as you try to pick up the um, uh, what's it called the randomozo or yeah whatever that that chest mm. is the blue chest. There's been a few times where like I happen to kill the, like the boss monsters and that pops up and I level up and or also pick up a, a regular chest at the same time, and when it does like. Two or three screens get popped up all all at the same time, to where it kind of looks like 
it wants me to select the random ozo and to try to select the power up and the game just completely locks locks you out and for me it's been frustrating both times because it doesn't happen you know five minutes in it happens 20 25 minutes into a run and it's like all the progress i made i just completely lost because you never actually got to finish the run so then i had to go back through and do it again i don't know if they know about it. I don't even know how to go about trying to report it or to t- let someone know. But I figure I'd just throw it out there since I know a lot of us are about to start pl- or either playing this DLC or about to start playing a DLC. So keep an eye on it. That's it is very frustrating. Yeah. Especially when it's a beloved game and could change your opinion of it if you, you know, might report a little damper on it if nothing else. If you fall into that, yeah, it, it's it's quite aggravating. I mean, it's still a great game. Yeah, it's not like it's something that I would stay away from if you some if you for some reason haven't played this game. Like, please play it. It's on Game Pass. It's amazing. But yeah, just want to throw it out there. I think, um, I, heard, I, think I heard some of the achievements pop during the <clears throat> game as opposed to after it's over in that DLC. That too, if- yes. Dependent. There's new. There's like a couple of things that you have to do. You have to get to a certain area of the map and do something. And when you do that, um, an achievement pops. But yeah, you get a couple of achievements during the game. All right. Uh, let's hear from Nate. What's, uh, what is this beloved game that Elle wants to hear about? I'm leaving. talk to you about. Oh, well, uh, if I had known that, I would talk about this every week. I'm talking about a game. It's called Minecraft dungeons and i know i know we've talked about this before but no no but but things are different now did you lose a bet things are different uh so one of my groups um we play this game for four person group we get together and we play this every week now been doing that for a little while not terribly long um and it's it's been a slog but some news has come out recently uh, and some achievements are easier now. Ooh. There's, one, there's one achievement that uh, was like a 21 ratio. Uh, it's no longer a 21 ratio, but it was a 21 ratio achievement for killing 100 tower guards. Now, L, mm-hmm. I know this was in your RTDL, and you yes, uh, avoided it like the plague. Yeah, You didn't um, complete it. No, he didn't complete well, that. Well, no. I, I looked for the tower guards, but... Uh, they were not there. Yeah, and that's the nature of an RNG-based tower, which is what that mode is. It's a, it's yes. a roguelite, uh, and it changes every week, so it's a different challenge. Well, this week, and as of the time you hear this, if you listen on Thursday, you've got maybe two days left in this tower. Maybe. Um, but you certainly have one day left, and you can get it done in a day, um, to, to do the tower. Uh, and you can do it on any difficulty. It can be easy. Uh, they call it default uh, or adventure or apocalypse. And uh, if you get to floor 26, there are 10 tower guards. And there is a method to repeat a level after you've completed it. Now, I don't want to go through it now because it's very convoluted and uh, it's confusing. It's not that bad. But it is a little confusing. You want, and so you should just read the guide rather than just listen to me talk about no, it. No, you need to tell but me how I'm, to do it. I mean, um, 
I will tell you how to do it after. Okay. <laughs> but, Why don't but you show him how to do it? it yeah, is, you're going to have to show. Like, I'll give you my login and you just show me how to do it. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> hmm, hmm. I mean, it's, it's incriminating. I this is incriminating. I would. I mean, <laughs> we never uh, against Microsoft's it. terms of service. Yes. So I mean, I'm on my that. way to uh, Maryland. Mm-hmm. Old Bay. How do you like the Old Bay? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so <laughs> getting back on track or trying to, uh, if you if you look up that uh, achievement. Um, what is that one called? That is it's called uh, it's bad um, game. It's called Alpha Centurion. Oh. Okay, so Alpha Centurion. Uh, it's currently a nineteen uh, ratio achievement. It was twenty one a little while ago. Um, if you follow those uh, that solution, uh, you'll see how to get this, and it's, it's a great week to do it because ten uh, guards on a floor. That's ten times, and you're done. Rather than having to run it. Uh, I know they were like onesie twosie if they even showed up, but this week, ten. Uh, it's a great, t- great time to do it. Now, while you're doing that, you can also do something to make this game much easier, uh, and that is to to kind of ch- use a similar trick uh, to cheese getting the tower rewards. Now, if you do this on default, your your gear gets capped. At, I want to say it like a hundred, right? Hundred power level. Probably not even that. It's probably lower. Uh, on def- uh, adventure, it's capped at I think 120. Um, but if you do it on apocalypse, and it's not that bad, um, you can increase your power level three times per cycle of this trick. Uh, I currently have a level 370 something sword uh, or, or melee weapon and a 288 level piece of armor, and the game is super easy now. Like. Apocalypse plus six is, I, I just don't, my health just doesn't go down and I just kill everything with one hit. So, uh, that's incredibly unfun, by the way. Uh, the game. No, so that I sounds fun. I don't recommend doing that if you want to enjoy the game. Uh, no. if you like the grind, you know, if you like the grind of a Diablo, right. uh, so I have or dungeon crawler. Mm-hmm. I know. I told you I'd walk you through it after, but no, 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 no. <laughs> I have, oh wait, that, that's a capital letter, not a lowercase. No, um, <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask, um, I saw, I think I saw Rocker saying that mm-hmm. the level you're in doesn't matter. You start at zero, so it doesn't matter. Yes. So okay. Like so you, this tower mode. Yeah. This tower mode that, that's happening, and it's a really good time, like I said, to get the Alpha Centurion achievement for those guys, uh, uses this tower mode. And this tower mode was added, um, I think, kind of maybe not the most recent update or DLC, but it is, um, it's a roguelite. Actually, it's not roguelike. It's roguelike because every time you start with nothing, you start with Oof. just your sword. Um, every difficulty does that, and every everybody starts it the exact same. So it doesn't matter how long you've been playing this game. If you just fired up the game, uh, it's brand new, I think you can go to the tower. Um, you don't have to have really good gear okay. in order to do well in this tower. You walk in, you, you complete a floor. When you beat a floor, you go through a door. Or you can go to this little totem that will save your progress and you can come back later. Um, if you go through that door, you'll be able to pick one of each item. You can pick a, uh, I'm sorry, you can only pick one item, but you can pick from one of the categories. So you can pick a, a melee weapon, armor, or a bow. Uh, and then you can pick, I think, two uh, artifacts. Uh, the, the final option is to pick uh, a point that you can put towards your um, 
I forget what they're called, the special abilities that, uh, you know, the perks that come with each weapon. So might have a fire aspect or the ability to heal when you do damage. So as you complete each floor, you're going to get one of those points naturally. But if you don't like any of the items or they're not better than what you currently have, you can take another ability point. So you could get two ability points for that particular level. Um, the solution for Alpha Centurion um, that talks about this week's uh, specific tower layout actually has a video to a guy <laughs> who every week records himself doing these uh, tower runs and just and shows you like what to do step by step. Like here, you know, get this weapon, get this weapon, trade this weapon for this weapon, and, and put that's points convenient. into. Super convenient. Now you can watch the video, but that's a pain, right? He puts this. He he does a nice little shorthand of every floor. Like get this weapon, do this in text in the description for the video on YouTube. It's fantastic. Uh, it just it makes it so much easier than, than watching the video and backing up and seeing exactly what he did or listening to what he said. Uh, so right. this is a great week. And and if you so, happen to miss this week, don't worry, because this guy puts a video out within hours of the tower switching over. Um, I was doing last week's tower uh, and then I went to bed and woke up the next morning. He had already done three videos for, for the brand new tower. And it only been like five hours, eight hours, something like that. So um, this guy is going to help you out. You'll be able to get all that stuff. So this guy With plays this those, game for fun? Yes. And he has a oh bajillion videos. He has a bajillion <laughs> right. videos on every topic in this game. So, so uh, this is his bread and butter. Mm -hmm. So once you get the tower rewards within the tower, you could then use that stuff out of the tower? So, uh, so the weapons that you pick up in the tower stay okay. in the tower. And they oh. go away when you do your next run. So let's say you die, you come back in, you start from scratch right. again. At the very, very end, if you've beaten at least one boss, you will get a single reward. Um, you'll get three options. And they could be um, uh, a melee weapon, uh, a ranged weapon, or a piece of armor. That's it. Those three categories. And you might actually, for that run, you might see three pieces of armor. And that's all you can get. You have to pick from those three. Unless you use this trick, which allows you to reload uh, to just before you got your rewards, and then you can re basically re-roll those rewards or redo the level you were on. So <laughs> it hasn't been patched, and it's and it's been out for a while. So I don't think it's going to be patched, but you might want to do that. Um, you could also get yourself this armor, and then that armor, uh, or you're know, getting that apocalypse level reward, but you've kind of cheesed it to get it way higher than it should be. That will allow you to basically beat the game uh you can play the levels and just kind of wipe the floor with everything there and then when when gear drops at the end it will be close to your current uh gear score so while the game may kind of want you to be at like 168 by the end of the game i'm getting gear that drops and it's like 210 or something like that right now so you can get incredibly high level uh gear and it just makes the game more fun in that you're not grinding, grinding, grinding. Because this game, uh, some of the levels are great. Some of the levels are just fine. Perfect. Other levels are so annoying. Like the underwater levels, just there's, uh, and these, these levels just seem to go on forever and ever. Um, now I know that means it, it sounds like it's not a fun game or I shouldn't be recommending it, but with a group of people, it, it's kind of fun to suffer through it at the same time. Um, we constant, <laughs> constantly make jokes about, oh, you know, this developer says we should just add like, you know, <laughs> 16 more rooms. Um, and, uh, oh, look, we're looping back. Oh, we're right where we were. Um, so it is a fun game, but doing that 
will alleviate the, oh my gosh, are we still grinding this? Uh, if you get that armor and that weapon, you can just kind of just, you know, blaze right, through the one rest last of the question. game once you've gotten all your fun out of it. Okay, let's hear it. I have heard, uh, unfortunately for me, that um, mm-hmm. some of the stuff is easier solo than in co-op. Now, is that Absolutely. just the tower stuff or is that? Um, uh, it's everything. Uh, everything. Everything. Difficulty goes up when you raise the difficulty level, obviously. But when you get a second or third or fourth person in your party, the game also naturally raises the difficulty. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, if you find that four people, uh, for instance, uh, I think Rocker's group uh, went and did the tower with four people and they found it very difficult. But once they split up and did it solo, it was much easier. Mm-hmm. Um, I did the same thing. Fug and I tried to go up uh, in the tower and we kind of died on like the uh, sixth room or whatever. Um, but when we each did it individually, we both got to the end with no problem. So yeah, some of the stuff is, you know, especially when you're, you're under leveled, very difficult uh, in a, in a party, but you can, the general strategy for this game is lower the difficulty, get through all the levels, just get them done and then find a way to, very quickly increase your power level and then just do everything else you need to do for the achievements. Um, but yeah, I, so this is a great week, but if you miss out on this week, use the resources from that alpha centurion achievement and the video there, that guy that does the video in that solution will make it easier for you. So you don't have to struggle. And, and this game really isn't 77 to 103 hours. If you use those uh, assists, but that's what I've been doing. Uh, that's pretty much the only game I've been playing cool. for like a week uh, after my, my group played it. Um, I was just like, you know what? I think I can get this done. And so just started digging into it and doing research and, you know, started a spreadsheet. And that really helped our group to make a ton of progress in a very short amount of time. And I think we're going to be done here in just a little bit. Uh, one other interesting. This is going way longer than I thought. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> one other nice. <laughs> it's been a few about, weeks. It's all good. Yeah. About Minecraft Dungeons is that not everyone needs the DLC. You can just have one whale who buys it, uh, and then they <laughs> they basically form a party, and everybody that goes into the party can can do all all the DLC stuff at the same time. Uh, so only one person nice. has to buy it. <laughs> um, now, the problem with that being that that whale then has to be present for everyone else to get um, DLC-specific achievements, uh, and they, they kind of have to be a, a nice guy. Or girl. Uh, and, and, and help the rest of their group get through for the stuff that they can't do on their own uh, just because they don't have the DLC. And there's all kinds of other tips that I've learned, but uh, we don't have time for that. Minecraft Dungeons. It's not so bad. <laughs> not as bad as Elle That's says That's a great tagline. <laughs> <laughs> I'll send it to the publisher. We'll see what happens. And it's got that crazy good Game Pass bump. 3,000 gamer score for over 15,000 TA. Yeah. yeah, I meant to mention that. Yeah, the fact that it's three thousand now with all the DLCs, it's, it's it's a bad game. I mean, it's got a three point eight eight L. It's got a three point eight eight. What? I don't know anybody that enjoys it except for from three thousand nine hundred three uh, votes. Uh, Kingsman. That's it. Ugh. All right. Baby's uh, first dungeon crawler. Nice. Michelle, what game would you like to talk about? Well, I think our. Uh, producers informing me i have 37 seconds talking about my game and l's portion of the show is going to get cut so we're running a little long um so but no no sounds about right (laughs) (laughs) it's all good um 
I will try to speak briefly about uh, the game I actually spoke about last week, and that would be Stay. So I did finish a run through of Stay. So I just wanted to come back to it, actually focus more on the achievements um, because I didn't really look at the list last time. So I want to say I enjoyed it mostly. Um, I, as I mentioned last week, it's one of those games that uh, tries to be very heady, but the the line between like interesting dialogue and pretentious dialogue is a very, very narrow one. And I do feel for me, at least when all was said and done, it kind of tipped over into the pretentious bit a little more. Um, but overall, I enjoyed it. Um, it's, does have replayability because you're going to want to go through and um, for achievement purposes, there are multiple endings. I did not start a second playthrough yet, but my understanding is the game kind of has friendly replay options. At least that's what Mental said in party chat the other day. So I'm going to go with that. Uh, But on a natural playthrough, I earned 16 of the game's 31 achievements and it took about six hours to play through naturally. Most of the achievements that I earned are quote-unquote story. So you don't really get them for story so much as you get them for completing puzzles that come up at preset points throughout the game. A note on the puzzles. You never, ever, ever get actual instructions for what to do on the puzzles. Some of them have some clever ways of indicating to you, here's what you're expected to do. Others give you no clue. Like there's one in particular, there's, uh, so for the most part, I use no guides for my first playthrough. There were two puzzles that I used to guide on. One is this puzzle with a peacock sitting on a wall, which I think that L you might have actually mentioned that, uh, that was me. screenshot. Or I was watching okay, a clip you, of that, and it was weird. I I even I went to Steam. There is a Steam guide for the game, which mostly shows the different paths, um, the different choices you can make, and and how those would end up for you. And I I'm pretty sure for that puzzle, it's just like I don't even know how to explain this. Here's a picture. I have no idea what the game wants you to do. So don't feel bad if you have to use the picture. And there's one other one with a map where you had to align a compass in a certain way. And I I figured out what it wanted me to do, but I didn't understand how to use the clues to get the answer that they wanted me to get. A uh, couple things to note, though, if you're thinking of playing state from the achievement point of view. It will require multiple playthroughs, but again, they're short, especially the subsequent playthroughs. Key hook to getting the different endings is as you make your choices, certain choices will increase your bond with Quinn, who again is the main character, and certain choices will also show that you have compassion for him, and these choices will impact the type of ending that you get. I don't believe you can save Scum because the question, the way that the game is built, you start making those decisions all the way from the beginning and it really matters all the way through. But that may not 100% be the case. The other thing with Stay is there is one date-sensitive achievement. And that date-sensitive achievement is to get to a specific room in the home that Quinn is trapped in on the day of a full moon. So you have to be mindful of that because you have to do uh-huh. two things. First of all, you have to actually trigger the full moon. So as you're advising Quinn what to do, he will open up certain parts of the place that he's trapped in. So you have to make the right choices to get him to go there, which I actually did on my playthrough, but I didn't realize there was this achievement. And it was you know four or five days after a full moon. So the other, obviously, the second component is it has to be on a full moon day. From what I've read online, I, I don't know exactly when that timer is, and neither does anybody, but it seems to be the day before. So if the next full moon's May 6th, you would try to get that done on May 5th. Um, but yeah, I think those were all the little pieces I just wanted to point out with uh, Stay's achievements. It's very completable, uh, but it is going to take those few uh, few replays to get through all of that. 
Uh, oh, also the replays are going to be necessary because, uh, first of all, as I sort of alluded to before, there are multiple rooms in the house. Depending on the decisions you make, you open up the different rooms within the house. So um, you're going to need a couple playthroughs to do that. And also, as you go through, you find items that mean nothing. They're just kind of logged in the game. And so you need playthroughs that you open up those options to uh, get those items. But yeah, not bad. Uh, use the Steam Guide if you want to get through it pretty quickly. Um, yeah, I, I enjoyed it more than I didn't, but just be mindful if it's, if, if you feel really turned off by games that like are really trying to make this like deep, thoughtful, thought provoking kind of thing and kind of like try too hard, stay kind of does cross that line. Huh. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about that. Like the full moon type of achievement on one hand, it's clever, but on the other hand, if you want to play blind, it's Nothing's more frustrating than saying, oh, what? What is this? Like, I could have done this, and now i got to play again, or whatever. Like, I know you, you got to play through anyway I, a second time, right? But Right. I would seems... normally agree, mm-hmm. but there are six different endings, so you're going to be replaying it multiple yeah. times. Uh, and I, I mean, maybe there would be people who are intrigued enough to try to get through a couple of the endings on their own to try to figure out the different paths that'll get you there. But, you know, by the time you're three or four playthroughs in, likely going to look at a guide and and make sure that you match up with that sort of thing. It's only a problem if you're trying to do some like a monthly competition where you need to complete it within the month, then you might get kind of caught out by that. I also find it interesting that this has over 1000 truck gamers. (laughs) Not by much. They they gave away one that would have like four or 500. They gave away a good good number of copies. I want to say like, like via uh streamers and whatnot I, I think there were a good number that were gifted to people which we know doesn't always mean anything because look at what happened with boss 101 uh but yeah i was surprised right. to see this wasn't on the sub 1000 list too it was also at one point in time two dollars and forty cents so well nate ah. nate you know buying a sense. game does not mean mm-hmm. starting a game i know i know but maybe people did <laughs> <laughs> Well, look at, I, I don't. I don't know about um, since I haven't played it, obviously. But it looks like there's one super easy achievement amidst all, the whole list. So it, it seems like easy on your tag. Yeah, it's it's easy. I mean, it's within the first few minutes. You do the first couple sets of dialogue, and you get the first puzzle, which is basically to line up some blanks across two lines to make straight lines and turn on a light and that's the first achievement so it's not a total give me like a press start but it's it's early i'm a little concerned that the second most common achievement is for not killing the cat that's that's a story (laughs) achievement so you don't have another choice (laughs) so don't worry (laughs) (laughs) you you cannot harm the cat you cannot harm the cat but there's the lowest ratio achievement that i missed i i think is an achievement for like eventually giving your own name to to Quinn, because as I explained last week, in Stay, Quinn's been kidnapped. He goes on a computer. He finds you. At some point later in the game, he finds a cell phone. So that's how he's able to carry you throughout the house because he's texting you on the cell phone instead of using the computer to contact you. Uh, I guess at some point he he might ask you for your name, but I never triggered that dialogue tree, so I missed out on that one. So when I go through it again, I'm gonna have to be mindful of what I would have to do to trigger that. All right. Well, in that case, L, what game would you like to talk about? I'm sure it's going to be something completely new. You've never mentioned it before on the show. <laughs> uh, Gears Pop 
Moving out. Um, <laughs> what's the other one? Vampire Survivors. Oh, that, we that talked about like Gems of War a lot back in the day. Oh, Minecraft Dungeons. Uh, well, is now I wasn't really gonna taking a place. Yeah, I'm not really gonna showcase a game so much as just talk about some community based stuff. In Forza Horizon Four, currently, um, like I talked about last week, the Encore achievement hopefully has been fixed, and we are now halfway through. So two seasons are done uh, because of time travel. And we're up to the third season and you need four seasons and you know, a lot of the activities you have to do solo, but some of them you can do in co-op and there's the, um, the hardest race is called the trial. So most of the ones you can just do on your own and, and rewind and you know, you'll eventually get it done. But the trial you have to do online and you can do it with randoms or you can get your friends to help you and join a convoy and help you out with that. And luckily, I have some awesome friends and people who I've met in the community thanks to this game. Uh, so I got to finally meet up with people like uh, Mad Lefty, who I've you know, seen in the, in the Discord many times, and a GT3 option fan, who instead of playing Gran Turismo, he's playing Forza Horizon. Uh, those two guys... Smart. Uh, what? <laughs> Uh, Not retro, continue. <laughs> those two guys and uh, Retro Chief and uh, Michelle have all helped. Uh, Mental Knight has also been instrumental. He's been sharing the tunes that uh, tell you which car to pick in all the events and uh, the share codes for all the tunes. Very helpful. And Mental also helped me with the trial uh, as well, the second trial. And uh, Ahizo has offered to help out but claims he can't get past the load screen. So... I'll give him, like, I don't know, medium grade for effort. But, uh... Hmm, that sounds like an excuse to me. Yeah, I think so, too. He's got, he's got like, seven different Xboxes. Come on, man, make it work. Make it work. No, but, uh... Ian, the a game clouds. Like, a game like Forza Horizon, I would not immediately say, oh, community game, like, co-op game. But it's turned out to be one. And it's surprising mm -hmm. to me that a game like that could be a co-op game, a community game. So thank you to everyone for all the help. Man, hearing you talk about it and seeing the Forza channel go nuts makes me want to play it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Speak of the Forza channel. Yep. We have in Discord a, a opt-in channel under rule management. And if you want to go for the Encore Achievement, and you missed out the first two weeks. I, I we hope to report good news that it worked, and then you can try again in a couple of weeks, right? That's how it's supposed to work. The seasons change. I think everyone hates winter, but we'll be getting there soon. Hopefully, there's no crazy drifting things that we have to do. But winter is coming. Winter is coming, indeed. Uh, also, wanted to quickly mention in the Better Completions Matter channel. Um, Discord member uh, Dan the Whale was talking about playing A Kingdom for Keflings, which is a an older Xbox Live Arcade title. And he was looking for someone to help him place banners. Great. Which are, yeah, which is this is my specialty, placing banners. So if anyone needs help, you need to uh, 10 different banners need to be placed for an online achievement. 
And I'm happy to just jump in with different alts and do that for you. I actually have a lot of fun doing that. And with the power of backwards <laughs> compatibility, with the power of backwards compatibility, it's actually really easy to just <clears throat> quickly log out and log into 360 profiles, which, as you know, on the 360 itself would take probably hours. So it's actually really easy and really, you know, fun <laughs> to do. And so I was talking with Dan, and he sounded like a younger guy. I'm like, "How old are you?" And and he told me he's in his mid twenties. I'm like, wait a minute, when did this game come out? It came out in 2008. So he was a little kid yeah. when this game came out. <laughs> yeah. Fascinating. Fascinating. I was in high school. And he started playing it in, I think, 2010 or 2011. I mean, I got that achievement in 2010. So, yeah, he, he got the completion on this game uh, 13 years later now that he cares about achievements and he's in our community and... And he's one of those that uh, I believe joined up for Better Completions Matter channel, but has ventured outside of that and uh, taken taken the reins and looked around. And hmm. hopefully he gets to uh, listen to some episodes and hang out with us uh, in a live show. Play some more 360. What, Nate? Yeah, I reckon. I said, and play more 360 games. Absolutely. There is something we'll to be, be said for that. You can't. I said that to him, actually. I said, you know, you're a rare breed, a young guy in his 20s playing a uh, a 200 point Xbox Live Arcade game, and <laughs> and he's like, "Yeah, I don't care about that stuff." I'm like, see, you're a good one. You're one of the good ones. To be fair, I think going back to 360 games is easier than going back to like an NES game. Oh boy, if you're growing I mean, up in <laughs> this time, that, 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 there are no is, achievements in NES games, so that is true. That is true. right, and it's easier. Except for your NES will still largely turn on the game <laughs> immediately as long as it turns on at all. Versus the 360 where you have to spend, you know, 10 minutes hoping that it's going to pull up your profile information before it gets going. <laughs> I, more meant, I more meant that he didn't mind playing uh, a yes. 200 point game more than anything. He yeah. was playing for fun and achievements. And I told, him to, I told him to get World of, uh, World of Keflings also. They're both great games. That game has more of a story to it. Was there a story? In World of Keflings, absolutely, yeah. I have no recollection <laughs> of that. Oh, wait. You know, stupid I have some stuff recollection with, of You know, that. the princess talks to you, the king yeah. talks to you. You get uh, people, like, you get helpers that help you build stuff in, in the in world of Keflings as opposed to having to do all yourself. So some God. good quality of life uh, stuff. Phil Spencer, now I you're listening those. to this, of course, because of course you listen to this <laughs> podcast. Absolutely. <laughs> Make a new Keflings game. Let us use our avatars for something. Yep. That was <laughs> good times. God, that's such that's such a nice little gimmick to put into your game, be able to use your avatar. And especially for like something like this where it's just just good games. Ah, the good old days. Right. Don't you dare mention while we still can for the three sixty. It's gonna be up forever. So uh, of Don't, course. Uh, yeah. Don't jinx. The three sixty will always be available mm -hmm. so long as you own one. Mm -hmm. Anyway, if you need help with Kingdom well, Keflings, I think it's uh, usually pretty cheap. I could have sworn it was on Game Pass. I guess I just assumed it was, but it's not. So that's what I thought. I, I was very surprised right? when I recommended I those games it. last last week that they weren't on Game Pass. I would just assume it. Yeah. All right. The floor is yours, Kenny. Well, speaking of good games, Nate's going to recommend a couple of good ones. For that's actually on sale. Don't say my goodbye. <laughs> so, Minecraft Dungeons is no. free. Game Pass. 
In sales, uh, Starlink Battle for Atlas, $9 down from 60 This is an action-adventure mm. aerial open-world game from a uh, nice little indie developer, uh, Abisoft. Uh, and yeah, it, it used to be one of those games to life games where you, you had to uh, plug a little ship onto your controller in this weird thing. And then you would put like, uh, different weapons on the ship and then it would be registered in the game. And like, you'd have your fire weapon or your ice weapon. Um, but if you do the $9 version, you get, get rid of all that junk that you have to put in a drawer and find and hope that still makes connections and stuff. Uh, and you can play just the digital version, which has a bunch of ships, a bunch of pilots, a bunch of weapons, and it's all digital. You don't have to worry about any of that, uh, tomfoolery with the, uh, world, you know, games to life stuff. Uh, so I actually own that huh. on a disc with the physical toys. I'm thinking about buying the digital version, mm. so I don't have to bother with that. Next up, Oh, I should probably talk about the gameplay. It's fun. Uh, it's kind of like, um, a little bit like Rogue Squadron on the, uh, N64, a little bit. Classic. Kind of reminded, reminded me of that when I was playing it. So you might check it out. You might be interested. Uh, next up, far loan sales, $4.50 down from 15. We talked about this a long time ago. It's an adventure game. Uh, it's a great game. Uh, and, uh, it has more than a thousand starters, I believe. Finally, God's Trigger. I think this is under a thousand starters, you know, for whatever it reason. It's $3.74 <laughs> down from 15. It's labeled as a shoot 'em up on TA because Waka hasn't joined the genre team yet, but, uh, it plays <laughs> a lot like a, um, oh man, I had, I had the game in mind. Hotline Miami. It plays a oh. little bit like Hotline Miami in that you have one hit and you're dead and you have to go through and just murder a bunch of people. You play as either an angel or a demon and you can swap between them on the fly. They have different move sets. You level them up. You can then go back and replay levels, uh, murder people from behind and, you know, cause people to fight other people. It's kind of interesting. And it's, it's four bucks. Um, I thought it was supposed to be like a twin stick shooter and it plays a little bit like a twin stick shooter, but it definitely gives me those hotline Miami vibes. So God's trigger three seventy four. That's all I got all for right. you. Wow. Is that anything like Chrono Trigger? Uh, no. Oh, all right. Michelle, what game would you like to recommend? I would just like to reinforce Mighty Mango's recommendation, actually, of Ice Cream Surfer. So uh, he already summed it up because I don't really know anything about it. Uh, but you surf on ice cream. So that's awesome. Uh, it's $1.59 down from its normal $7.99. So let's bump that count up. Just a little bit between us. It looks fun. And, oh, what game would you like to recommend? Well, this week I had to do my own research. Uh, because, what? well, there was some drama recently about baby games being, uh, you know, too highly talked about on the TA forums and too highly recommended. So it looks like they discontinued the weekly article telling you the easiest games that are on sale every week. Hmm. Well, I don't know silly. if you noticed that or not, but yeah, it is gone. So I looked down How the list. How dare an achievement site try to recommend games to get achievements? Well, we could, <laughs> we could talk another hour and a half about that if you'd like. But uh, I've always said that it's that's late. fine. Let's not. Well, real quick, I've always said that it's good that they had the easy list, but they should also have uh, a you know a game a list of maybe ratings of, um, three and higher or four and higher or something like that. 
to counterbalance I can that, agree with that, like a good games list. But they never did do that, just the easy list only. But it looks to be gone. But anyway, I saw a game that's on a really crazy sale, uh, Little Mouse's Encyclopedia, which is $2.59 instead of 13 And this game, um, I think Waka was on the team for this one. It's wow. got three different genres, adventure, educational and trivia, and visual novel. You basically yeah, go I was going to warn you. Yeah, I was going to warn you. You might learn something by playing this game, so be careful. <laughs> I, I I learned that I play games for uh, achievements and not for fun. But yes, now this game was uh, easy completion, cute game. If you need games for Adventure Time, this is the best one for sure. I don't know about best. Ah, it's the mousiest. All right, I'll go with that. Little Mouse's Encyclopedia. Yeah, you fill up the encyclopedia. <clears throat> always a fun time. Fufu, do you know what an encyclopedia is? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just yeah, wondering. It's, <laughs> it's that website that everybody can go that can go on to, and you can mm. get a bunch of information, and anyone can input that information. It's kind of like a crowdsourcing thing. I, I was just wondering when they. Stopped I've always heard it called Wikipedia, though. Being so well known, <laughs> what an encyclopedia is, but okay. <laughs> I'm not young enough. Okay, where okay. I don't I, know what it is. I don't remember. I remember when... having to go to the school library and have to get a book. Do you remember people going door to door selling encyclopedias? No, that no, okay. definitely not. Okay, me neither. That never happened to me. I've never also <laughs> had anyone come to my doors trying to sell a vacuum cleaner. What about milk? <laughs> not definitely not uh, that old. Ice? Okay. Do they bring ice? <laughs> Vacuum cleaner. I've seen that on movies. All right. Uh, games of gold. Yeah. Say that. Free games if you don't want to buy anything. Out of Space Contradiction and Peaky Blinders are both available right now to download. Uh, we got some Game Pass Ooh. news. Avail- available now is Out of Space. Ghostwire Tokyo, NHL 23, Minecraft Legends. No coffee. <laughs> you know you're gonna play it. If only that could be our next, our Thursday night game. Ugh. Damn it, pro. Uh, yeah, pro ditched us for, for the. He wants to play Minecraft Dungeons and Minecraft Legends with the same people. He likes Minecraft. I know he told us that, and we still are friends with him. <laughs> um, we also have Coffee Talk episode two. Yes. Who cares? No. <laughs> There's the one person in six life yeah. yet. Yes, I actually liked Coffee Talk a lot. I read all the words in it. It was pretty awesome. I know I've mentioned this before. I'm happy never, for you. I never quite figured it out. I think the person responsible for Coffee Talk uh, passed away, so I have no idea how this came to be or who took over the reins. So if anybody knows, please let me know. But I'm surprised this is coming right to Game Pass. I'm actually uh, kind of excited for it. Comes out on 420, which well, is not lost on me. Well, the other one, didn't it come to Games of Gold? Or was it out then? Yes. I thought it launched into Games of Gold. I wonder what kind of co- coffees we're going to be able to make in this one. Exactly. Like, are they going to have like a exactly. flat white? Uh, are we going to, uh huh? you know? Dirty chai. I was expecting I a couple know. of different coffees there. <laughs> uh, it's li- it's late. I need a coffee. <laughs> You're not wrong. Um, 
uh, where was I? Also available on Game Pass is Medieval Dynasty, a survival open world management game. Who cares? I like two Back of those you, three <laughs> words. <laughs> words. <laughs> um, we have Homestead Arcana, which I had no idea that was coming out this or this soon. I thought that was later in the year. That don't think that's going to be an adventure game. Unless I'm thinking of something else. I thought that was like a management game. Um, coming out on the 26th, we have Cassette Beast, a turn-based role-playing game. But and that's all available on the PC. 427 is the big hitter. Mm. We have the last case of Benedict Fox. Yes, a Metroidvania <laughs> platformer. This game looks good. It might be okay. Yep. It looks good. Get <laughs> hyped. Wow. I know I and know Nate's hyped for that. It I'm looks mo- good. Yeah. I'm I'm more than a little hyped, so it's a uh kind of reminds me of like a limbo like. I expect in the next two weeks to be littered with Minecraft Legends and the last case of Benedict Fox talk from Nate. It's gonna be the same. I know about the legends, but the uh Benedict yes, Fox I'm yes, definitely gonna I, talk you're gonna about be talking some point. Uh, oh yeah you're gonna be like oh my uh, daughter wanted to play it yeah and then you're gonna sink 50 hours in i will see just that's what i think we also have blaze blue cross tag battle special edition that's still a thing apparently it's a fighting game and when i try to click on Look at it on TA. It has absolutely no information on it. So, <laughs> and that's coming next week. So cool. All right. So, or, so what? We have uh, Blaze Blue Balls. Then, uh, never mind. <laughs> and then on May second, we have the game. I I am incredibly excited for this. Is Redfall two thousand eight? Wow. I just can't believe it's still a thing. Yeah, tell us about Redfall. Uh, it's a first person shooter. Mm-hmm. From from Arcane four player co op. Yeah, yes, kind of looks like Left 4 Dead, but it's totally not Left 4 Dead. Don't make that comparison because it has vampires instead of zombies. I don't know. It looks cool. I know Arcane does well with Dishonored, even if I don't like those games. They're still like a uh, still a good developer. I'm excited for it. I think that should be our Thursday night game. Um, um are there cards in it? I have no idea. I haven't looked that up. I don't want to look up anything else. I'm excited. I'm hyped. I'm just ready to play it. Oh, I could tell you that and one of your relatives is in the game. That's sure. about as far as I'll go. Sure. <laughs> I'll explain later. I'll explain later. Go ahead. Um, and Melissa McGamepath give us, and she also take us away. On April 30th, we have a couple of games leaving. We have Bug Snacks, uh, the action-adventure game. It's $25. And it's 15 to 20 hours, so if you start now, you could probably probably do it. Uh, another game that you could totally 100% do, uh, Tetris Effect Connected. That one's $40, burns. 80 to 100 hours. Another game that's easily completed in a month, Dragon's that Quest one. Builders 2. Role-playing sim sandbox game, 80 to 100 hours, $50. We have Destroy All Humans, which I'm actually kind of surprised that this is leaving Game Pass. I thought that was I thought that was like an Xbox exclusive that was going to stay there, but I guess not. 
both obviously just a third person shooter. Uh, the one on Xbox is forty dollars, and the one on PC is thirty. So, yeah, both eight to. Uh, the Xbox One is twelve to fifteen hours. The PC version is eight to ten hours. So, and no one knows why. <laughs> nope. Yeah, that Tetris is a weird one. That came out November twenty twenty. That doesn't even make sense. It's not November. It's been two and a half years in Game Pass. I'm pretty sure three and a half years. I don't know. A lot of years. <laughs> that one sucks. And, and it's a forty dollars game. game. Ugh. Last game is a hack and slash, thirty-five to forty hours. It's unsold, and it is a twenty-dollar game. Uh, <laughs> any of those games, either hurry up and complete them before they leave Game Pass, or snag them now while you can get twenty percent off. You have a lot of work to do, Nate, to complete these games. <laughs> yeah, definitely doing bug snacks and at least one destroy all humans. Those long games can. Uh... They can, they can just go quietly. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I know you're not playing Dragon's Quest. Um, but yeah, with that, let's uh, <laughs> let's get to Brad Camp. Uh, take it away, Michelle. In completions, Scaravesi has reached 450 completions, and Toad Style Venom has reached 1,350 completions. Congratulations, guys. And streaks. Chesno, currently with 100 days, as is Wonderful West. I don't think I've ever said that gamertag name before. Welcome. That sounds Stega. Dope. Yeah, I think so. Stega, currently with 150 days, as is Ace. R. Ace. Ace. He is also. Surf Biscuit, 1,300 days. Unky Tim Fu, with 2,350 days. Peru, with 2,600 days. And Mad Eye Pad Eye, with 3,700 days. Hmm. In gamer score, RFC Ori has hit 300,000, Ms. Fergie 400,000, Michael KV 650,000, Firehawk D has hit one hit 1 million gamer score. Congratulations on joining that club. And Toad Style Venom has hit 1.5 million gamer score. Go touch grass, Toad. In leaderboards, Aftos 84 is third in Australia TA leaderboard for vehicular combat. Elise is in the top 50 of England TA leaderboard for uh, simulation. Desert Fox 420, top 50 of Illinois Gamerscore leaderboard. Uh, Mike Zero is in the top 5,000 of the Gamerscore leaderboard. In V1, in S1BL is in the top 200 of the Australia TA leaderboard for Windows. I'm getting hacked. John. <laughs> Lucas, 1987, is in the top 50 of the Completed Games leaderboard for role-playing. Matthew is in the top 1,000 of the Completed Games leaderboard. Hello, mm. the Mightiest of Mango. Look at this. Number one in the Games Played leaderboard for Games for Windows Live. Nice. That means he's good at hacking. I mean, <laughs> getting all the games. Getting all the games. Rocker Dude is now top 20 of the Tennessee True Achievement Leaderboard for Dungeon Crawler. Really, Rocker? This is what you put yourself on? I think it has to do with Minecraft Dungeons this week. Totally. But <laughs> I, what, what did I tell you about mentioning that game? Oh. It's not that bad. So is that a management hey, game? He meant Legends, also? not Don't You Craft Stuff? Mm, you don't, really, in, in, that, in that game, and that's why it's bad. You craft more stuff in story mode. 
and Kev Storymode. Rocker Dude is the top 20 of the Tennessee TA leaderboard for management as well. Scaravesi um, <laughs> is now second in Pennsylvania Achievements 1 leaderboard for Vayners. And speaking of Vayners, we have XNeo21X, who is very excited to let us know he's now number one California Achievements 1 leaderboard for Vayners. Nice. And also puts him in the top 10 of USAT leaderboard for Vayners. Very, very we should job. see if we can get all the states. That'd be you cool. should be able to. Oh, very good job, everybody. Very good indeed. All right. Well, it is late. <laughs> so no. it's time to get out of here. As always, you can find all the links to our socials and Discord and whatnot all down in the show notes. We have a, we have a Google Doc with links to everything. Uh, thank you to everyone or to all of our patrons that support the show. Give us a to- give us a topics and responses and whatnot. Greatly appreciate every single one of you. But with that, except a thank you all for listening. <laughs> Except for our hazard this week with exactly. his great awful. answer. <laughs> Don't buy dynamite Thank fishing. you all for listening. <laughs> Class is dismissed. See you all next week. Fugs in the hot seat also. <laughs> <laughs>